welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Polished Gems. Here we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of Polished Gems and the blog called Fruitful Gems. And I am an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia. And tonight's topic is on or is on our blog of focus, which is love. We've been talking about love a lot lately. And the reason is because as one of the fruits of the spirit, we want to dive into it and give you guys a lot to think about with love in this season. So also, the interesting part about it is we ran these this blog series on love actually back in February. I know that was a little ironic and uh, kind of cliche, but it's because we really need to look at and examine love from the perspective of God because it allows us to see it in a new way. So one of the new ways that I want you to think about love is this. So the blog of focus for tonight's conversation and teaching session is how to rebuild love with the power of forgiveness. So let me give you a a brief background about why this blog was written. So I started a blog series called How to Rebuild, although not realizing that it was becoming a series due to wanting to learn from God how to just rebuild, you know, with the fruit of his spirit after experiencing some difficult moments in my life for me really the idea of even learning to love or even receive love again was at the time seeming far-fetched it especially when my world was coming to a, a moment of where everything was crashing down around me and chaos was happening everywhere literally just a couple of years ago um my husband and i had decided to separate and at that time We had been married for 13 years. Like I, every relationship has problems, right? Even, even if they're little or big and things quite frankly, overall, were just never developed between us on a solid, solid foundation that I would have liked. Let me be clear what me and him were missing was that just putting God first. What I've learned, um, especially when it comes to love, when it comes to marriage, is putting God first in all that we do, because if we put him first, we have some, we can tap into his infinite wisdom. I'm not just using my finite human wisdom to figure out love, to figure out the day-to-day ins and out of marriage. So anyway, long story short, this is what really birthed out um, of me, not only many tears and um, and even this self-inflicting belief that I was unlovable and would never love again. So this is why this journey of how to rebuild came about along my journey of grieving my marriage and even my past life the holy spirit spoke to me and said that he would help me rebuild with the fruits of god's spirit so that is why the blog is called fruitful gems as also why this podcast is called polished gems um because what you guys are learning is what god has been teaching me 
as well. What you guys have been listening to is what God has been teaching me. So I, at the time when it was presented to me, I did not fully comprehend what this journey was going to look like or what this was supposed to really be. But it is in rebuilding me and uh, opening my mind to new um, mindsets and perspectives and concepts according to God's way. I'm sharing what he's been giving me with you all. So let's go. Why forgiveness, right? How to rebuild love with the power of forgiveness, but why forgiveness? It is once I settled in my mind about my separation, I noticed I, that I became angry. So a lot of us, when we go through traumatic things or um, experiences that don't end so smoothly, we tend to slip into anger. So this anger for me, it came from a feeling that I had wasted time. I had wasted my life because I had known my my husband for a whole 16 years. So 13 years married, but we had known each other for 16 years and believed that I would never get that back. So as I started contemplating that, one of my biggest, uh, another one of my big pet peeves is wasting time, even more than wasting money. The reason why is because time I feel I don't get back, you know, money I can always go make some more. So also I was angry because I know and even knew of God. So missing signs within my marriage or missing things where God was like, hey, can you pay attention to this? Or um, even asking for help, even asking God to help show me how to mend um, my marriage whether it was going to counseling or just making better choices or whatever the that God saw would be helpful, um, I never took the time, we never took the time to actually sit, just sit before God or talk with God about it. So I became angry. I even became bitter at times to the point where I began to feel worthless. So whenever I felt the strength or could find the strength to pray, um, whether it be by myself or even um, with other people, I noticed I only prayed for me and my children, but I wouldn't pray for um, my husband at the time. It was during that time of anger. It was not until one day that I really heard the Holy Spirit tell me I had to pray for him. I had to pray for him. I couldn't just sit around and be angry. I remember breaking down, crying, thinking, why should I pray for him? The pain that I feel, it hurts way too bad. I don't want to do that. And I know I would not pray for him in the manner in which you would be pleased. I knew God would not be pleased with me because my prayer would be really funky. It would be really half-hearted and kind of cold. So eventually I surrendered. And asked the Holy Spirit to give me the words to say. And I remember the first thing that came out of my mouth was, please forgive him and me. It was not until months later that I realized what God was teaching me. He was teaching me what is forgiveness. See, the word forgive, it has some exciting definitions. And let me share those with you that I actually found in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. One, it's to cease to feel to cease to feel resentment against an offender, basically to pardon them without exacting a penalty. That's 
the first definition I found. The second definition is to grant relief from payment of. These two definitions described exactly what I needed to release and forgive in when it came to forgiveness of my husband and and of me and even of our marriage, right? When the Holy Spirit asked me to pray for my children's father, I needed to remove him and myself from the debts of marriage that we did not do right, where I felt like we he was wrong or where I felt like I was wrong or where um, I felt like we both were wrong. Or now let me be real honest here for even in this moment. I really did blame a lot of our wrong on him. When you're angry, that tends to be the first response. So I really did blame a lot on him. But what I realized is where I played a part and where he played a part when it came to the decisions of our marriage. So what I had to come to grips with and decide upon was if um, if I decided to hold on to my anger then there would not be any room for love. So to make room for love, we must learn to forgive. Let me show you another example of forgiveness that actually comes from the Bible. So let's look at the story of Joseph's life, which can actually be found over many chapters um, from Genesis 37, chapter 37 to chapter 39 through even 50. But still the part I want to focus in on is when his brothers came into Egypt to buy grain, which was many years after selling Joseph to a caravan of Ishmaelites headed to Egypt. What is fascinating is that at this time, Joseph was second in command uh, after Pharaoh. When his brothers, when, excuse me, when he saw his brothers, he could have done um, anything that he really, really wanted to them. It could have been cruel and unusual, like a lot of us get when we're angry and we blame uh, when we place blame on others, right? And what did I tell you the definition of forgiveness was? It was to cease to feel resentment against an offender. A lot of times we keep that in our hearts and we hold on tightly to it, right? But let me tell you what Joseph did. So when he saw his brothers, he could have done anything but in Genesis. 42 chapter 42 verse 8 of the NIV version it says although Joseph recognized his brothers they did not recognize him so Joseph could have reacted from a place of anger and from bitterness and resentment but he did not he chose not to not only did he give his brothers the grain that they came to buy um, because there had been a famine in the land where they lived but he also gave them their money back in which they had brought um, to purchase the grain. If you have not read this story in a while, or even if it's your first time, I really, really encourage you to go back and read it and see just how Joseph demonstrated love through the power of forgiveness. Now, how does this relate to you? How does it relate to us? as a people and as a person that is a great question one that I even um, often have asked myself because your situation may not have been like mine it might not be a separation in marriage or even a betrayal by your siblings like Joseph but it could have been something else if you are not sure 
but still feel angry, bitter, and resentful about either a person or situation, then forgiveness still applies. And when you choose it, you will love again. Now, I want to talk to you about forgiveness and love from another book outside of the Bible that I've read. Pigs in the Parlor by Frank and Ida Mae Hammond says this about love. The fruit of the spirit is a special target for the enemy. The first uh, and practical fruit is love. Love is something to be received as well as to be given forth. The demon of resentment can defeat love in a person's life. Many persons or many people cannot understand why they are unable to love others as they ought. Such a problem is a strong indication of the presence of a demon spirit of resentment or unforgiveness. As resentment usually invites in other demons, such as bitterness, hatred, and anger. So I read that to you to give you a perspective. Um, because they do, uh, they have done a lot of research on um, the different things that keep us from fully being um like even exercising the fruits of the spirit, but also um, being fully tapped in with the Holy Spirit or connected with the Holy Spirit is what I should say. If you have experienced any of these emotions, then it is time to look at the root cause. And as I mentioned before, that could either be connected to a person or even a situation that may have taken place in your life. So to get to a place of healing, in this particular area, whatever that area is for you, and even rebuild and being able to love again, what we must do is forgive and release ourselves, the people, the situations or circumstances that we went through from resentment, from bitterness, from hatred, and from our anger. Now, let me leave you with this. Steps to rebuild. I have three of them for you. One is this, pray to have the situation, circumstance, or the person revealed. Here's what I mean by that. If you have found that um, this particular um, topic that I'm talking about fits and even applies for your life, and you are ready to release um, those, the anger, the bitterness, the um, hatred, the resentment, then it's time to pray and ask God to reveal to you the cause of it. So that could be a person, a circumstance, a situation you may have gone through. So once he shows it to you, then your follow-up prayer or your follow-up question to ask him is how to pray for to forgive that circumstance, that person, or even situation that you went through, which has been causing you resentment. So that is step one. Now, step two is this, a deliverance session. Now, for those who may not have heard what a deliverance session is, it is a session that can either be a group session or a one-on-one -on -one session where a person who actually has learned how to do deliverance is leading it basically typically a deliverance minister many churches are now starting to bring 
these types of sessions back into um, their what they do as a church, um, as well as there are other groups who do it too. Um, I actually have participated in two different types of deliverance sessions personally, and one of one was with my church and one was with a group that does it for healing purposes. And both were right on time for me. So if you um, don't have any resources or know of anyone who actually does that, um, I I have resources that I can definitely share with you. I do have the, uh, a even a deliverance minister that I would definitely recommend is worth going to see as well. So if you guys need that, uh, stay tuned. I will be putting that somewhere either in the description of this so that people can find it as well. Also, you can go to the to our website at fruitfulgems.com and um, and that's J-E-M-S and look up the blog on our website, um, How to Rebuild Love with the Power of Forgiveness and the resources are even there as well. And my step number three that I want to share with you is this. So after you've done those two steps, step number three says follow up with counseling. So we're in such a season with everyone talking about mental health. So having someone to talk to about the root cause of a place of resentment, of bitterness, even hatred or anger, it is a great place is a great way to start um, the journey of healing, of maintaining your healing, right? It's a great way to have someone to help you along that path of forgiveness so you can even make room to receive love again. It takes speaking with someone who can give you a practical step on how to maintain after releasing those toxic emotions and what to replace it with and what to put in its place is definitely helpful in rebuilding the process of love and learning to love and receive love. So the final thoughts that I want to leave you with tonight are this. I pray that if you're dealing with unforgiveness in any form or fashion, that you can release it and rebuild love in your in your life again. Remember and keep this in mind that you can rebuild, but it's through the power of forgiveness. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another teaching episode of Polished Gems. I pray it has been a blessing to you. As I said, if you need help to connect to some resources, um, I definitely uh, have a list. I'm going to try and put it in the description box. I believe it will be in there. Um, if it's not showing up there, I the other place that you can go and grab the resource list from is our blog fruitfulgems.com and that is spelled J-E-M-S you add in our search bar look up the blog how to rebuild love with the power of forgiveness the resources are at, on that page at the bottom as well so guys thank you again have a wonderful evening and until next time Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to fruitfulgems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L 
jems.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.